gorgeous and welcome to this episode of Love Therapy, Create Your Own Love Saga. I'm Eva Ellie and I'm a trained relationship coach, an accredited life coach and a leadership expert. And I'm so happy to be here today and share the second part of how you may be subconsciously pushing love away. This podcast is for women who want to grow, expand and tune into their feminine power. The kind of power that comes with authenticity, with softness and ease. And by that being able to draw in love with a man and create the most beautiful relationship possible. And today I want to talk about the second pattern I see for how we women often push love away from our lives. So take a seat, tilt your body back, soften and fuel up with some feminine energy with me, Eva. In the last episode, I talked about how we subconsciously push love away from our lives by choosing a man who is not 100% available for us. We think that we choose love because of our feelings for this man, when in reality we're making it impossible for love to happen because the love we feel is blocked by the fact that he is unavailable. And in today's episode, I want to explore another similar way we may push love away. You may have heard about the triangular theory of love. This is one of the most famous theories around what creates that sparkling, consummate love that most women dream of. And this theory rests on three pillars, namely passion, intimacy and commitment. And all three need to be there in order for us to feel that long-term, fulfilling, passionate love for someone. So what does that really mean? Well, first of all, we need the safety from the commitment. Commitment includes a certain degree of promise that we can rely upon each other, that there is some kind of agreement to be lovers. It can be a paper showing that you are married or maybe you're having a kid together or just the agreement to be exclusive with each other. Sometimes the commitment is to just be his girlfriend, whatever that means. It's still some kind of agreement of being together. The second pillar is intimacy and By that I mean that we feel comfortable with being intimate with the other person. And I'm not talking about the physical stuff here, the sexual. Okay, the sharing of bodies, it's of course very important and a big part of intimacy. But I'm talking mainly about the emotional intimacy. We need to be able to open up, to share our inmost thoughts and feelings in order to create that kind of intimacy that feels like really juicy love. So commitment and intimacy creates 
kind of a basis. But for that sparkling, real love to be there, we want to feel passion. And that's the third pillar. We want to feel that passion because that is when we experience what we often consider is real love. The problem with this, though, is that we often equate this passion or passion in general with the feeling of chemistry. And there's nothing wrong with that because chemistry and passion are related. But we want the chemistry we feel when we have a crush on someone. We feel kind of excited, like a physical explosion of colors and blood rushing through us. And yes, these may be part of passion, but this type of chemistry is definitely not all of what we should call or consider passion. I know that I did that in the past. So let's drill down on this. When we say passion, we often mean that passionate feeling, those butterflies in our belly coming from the chemistry we feel with a man. When we believe and say to ourselves that this type of crush, the chemistry, is what is defining love, then we may miss out on the deep level passion and love that may be offered to us in other ways. Ways we're maybe not even yet aware of. When we say that we're not in love if a man is not triggering these sparks, like if we don't feel those fireworks all the time, we may actually be pushing love away. Because the truth is, chemistry is often not a reliable measure on how much love and passion can grow in a relationship. Having a crush is wonderful and it's really something we all want to experience. We all have crushes on men and it gives us so much wonderful power because it can it can really make us feel quite unstoppable. And yet chemistry can fool us. It's a cocktail of good feeling hormones sent out from our brains to make us fall in love and to make us pair bond. Back in the days, it was crucial to make people stay together long enough for an offspring to survive. So the falling in love chemistry really serves an important biological purpose. And inside of us, it's like a revolution. It wants us to make changes. It wants us to prepare for parenthood. When we fall in love and when we have a crush on someone, you probably, if you felt this, you know that you feel quite unstoppable. You feel like, ah, oh, the world is just so beautiful. Because we have a heightened state in our physiology, in our bodies. It's quite biological. We don't need as much sleep. We don't need to eat as much. And we're flooded with good feeling hormones. And yeah, no matter how wonderful this is, because it is wonderful, it's still not a reliable measurement 
on how well a relationship will turn out. It's not a measurement of love. Because the hormones released when we fall in love, they will eventually fade. And that doesn't mean that love fades. Absolutely not. It only means that this heightened state coming from hormones where we don't need to sleep and eat, that state eventually fades a little bit. And if this chemistry that we feel is created by something else, because a lot of the time what I found both in myself and in my clients is that this chemistry is not always created by the good feeling falling in love hormones. It can just as well be created by something else, like the uncertainty we experience. And if the chemistry is created by uncertainty, the chances are big that we start to equate the feelings of quote-unquote chemistry with the feelings of having our nervous system all on fire. And this is confusing. It's not the fireworks of chemistry because we're so in love with a guy. It's the fireworks of uncertainty and the stress in our bodies. Huge stress. And it's quite a big difference between those two. And sadly, it can be pretty damn hard to distinguish between the two of them. When we have a crush on someone, and when we're flooded with the falling in love hormones, we feel thrilled. But this thrill contains also some kind of safety. When it's reciprocated, we feel good. We don't feel anxious. We start to feel comfortable with the other person. And a deeper level of love will start to develop if the two other pillars of commitment and intimacy are there. However, when we feel chemistry due to the uncertainty in the relationship, because either the commitment or the intimacy is lacking in one way or another, the whole chemistry feeling will be more like a roller coaster. Yes, it will be passionate, but it will also be way too easy to put the man on a pedestal. And especially if you're the anxious type, to start putting yourself down. We want the love and we want to feel that it's reciprocated. So we start doing all kinds of funny things like accommodating him or being always available to him and we're trying to be witty and funny and sexy and we try to be flirty even at times when we feel really bad or sad or enraged inside. So what does all this boil down to? Is chemistry bad? Should we avoid having crushes? No, of course not. Chemistry is fantastic. It's just that we need to be wary of when we're trying to build a relationship solely on chemistry. 
And we also need to be wary of that there are different kinds of chemistry. What you want is the type of chemistry that comes from true passion. A passion built from all the three pillars of love. True passion can develop when there are shared values and shared dreams and a shared outlook on what a relationship actually is and how you can together sort of navigate through this and through life. No amount of chemistry will help if the two of you have completely different views on what a relationship is and what it should contain. And that is why I always recommend dating men who seem a little bit boring. Because this will help you to be clear and daring when you speak about what you want in a relationship. The thing is, chemistry is something that can be created. But trying to change a man's values or his view on a relationship, that is always going to be doomed to fail. So let's talk about how to create that spark. How can you create passion and chemistry, even in the places where you don't believe that they will exist? Let me start by asking you, do you believe that you can create love? Do you believe that you are love and that you already have love inside of you? Take a deep breath and sink into this question. Hmm. What comes up for you? Believing the idea of creating love and chemistry is a very good start. If we believe that love actually can grow over time and that chemistry can grow over time, then it's more likely that it actually does. And here's the thing, when you allow a man, your man, to really take the lead, when you allow him to love you and to let him love you his way, you will find that there is a new thrill in that. This is where the real chemistry begins. If you let a man give to you and you truly, fully return into your feminine energy, truly surrender to him and allow him to take the lead, there will be a new sense of excitement from letting go of control. If you ever felt that it's difficult or scary to express your feelings or reveal your needs and your wants in a totally clear and vulnerable way, this is your chance to really start to build that passion. Because you may find that the thrill and the passion is actually coming from the ability to let yourself be seen and heard and loved exactly as you are. The real thrill comes from being open and putting yourself out there to a man and seeing him 
accepting you. So it's like the thrill that comes from you when you walk past your fears and express yourself and you allow yourself to be loved. You let yourself be loved because to surrender, to truly surrender into your feminine energy can be scary as fuck. You don't know how he will respond and that in itself is scary. However, when you see that he is a masculine energy man and that he's able to respond to you in a kind, gentle, loving, maybe almost a hero kind of way, I guarantee you that your chemistry will start to grow. And for every little piece of intimacy you build together, every little piece of openness where you share something from your heart where you share your fears your thoughts and all the scary things in your emotional landscape the intimacy grows and so will chemistry and passion and this works even if you've been in a relationship for maybe a long time and you don't feel that passion anymore when you start to embrace your feminine energy and you stop doing all the things you have been doing and you surrender to what is, you will start to see your man differently. And one way of really, really diving into this, to the surrender, to letting him lead, is to do something together, something you've never done before, something novel like something exciting i don't know <laughs> for example parachuting not that i would ever do that but that could be exciting or taking dance classes and you really let him lead all the way through no matter what is going on between you and your guy nothing is lost you can create juicy passionate intimacy in every given moment and you'll see that love exists also in those places where you maybe thought it was gone. And since I'm talking about feminine energy, of course, I often sound like feminine energy is the solution to everything. And yeah, basically to me, even if it's not a solution to 100% of all my problems, a lot of the things that I've been struggling with and a lot of the things that I am still struggling with can actually be solved and healed with feminine energy. And that is why I want to share a feminine energy exercise with you. This is an exercise which can help you create chemistry. And at least it can help you ground yourself and to see you, yourself and your man a little bit more clearly and I would like you to try this when you're with your guy and try it regardless of how long you've been in this relationship it doesn't matter if you're with someone and you have a crush on him or if you're in a long-term relationship because it's an exercise that will help you connect with your inner truth and it will help you 
stabilize yourself so that you can surrender in a more potent way. So just try it and see what happens with you when you do this. Forget about him. This exercise is for you. I want you to imagine that your man is right there with you. So take a moment to just breathe and see him right there in front of you. Go ahead. Look at him. Look at him and notice what he's doing when you picture him right there. What is he doing? And regardless of what he's doing, gently, ever so gently, turn to yourself and imagine that you are a queen. You're the queen of your life and you're the queen of this relationship. And see yourself as a queen. What does your queen self look like? What is her body posture? What does a queen do? And before we continue, just let me tell you that a queen doesn't lean forward. A queen doesn't say, why are you doing that? A queen doesn't plead to her king to love her. A queen is not demanding. She's not desperate. She's got grace. She's just graceful. She's radiant. She's powerful. She's confidently feminine. She knows that she deserves respect. She knows that she deserves good treatment. She knows that she matters and that her actions, her words and her dignity matters. And anyone who treats her less than this is just not so interesting for her. She's not engaging in conversations that are making her feel less than. She's not engaging herself in activities that make her feel small and insignificant. She's not engaging in drama. A queen is not engaging in emotional destruction. She's not putting others down. She's not judging or criticizing herself or others because she's got grace. She's soft yet powerful. She's confident. She knows that she's got a lot of power and she knows how to use it wisely. She knows that her feminine power 
is her gift and that she can in every moment turn towards this source of feminine power that she's got inside of her. So, if that's a queen, how would it feel for you to be that queen? I want you to try on that queen costume for a moment. Really step into this queen and say to yourself inwardly, I am a queen. I deserve respect. I respect myself. I deserve to be cherished. I cherish myself. I deserve to be treated well. I treat myself well. I deserve to be loved. I deserve to be seen. I deserve to be listened to. I deserve attention and I can also gracefully receive attention. I can be grateful. I can be happy. I can appreciate and validate anyone who's giving me these things regardless of what they've done in the past. Because I'm the queen right here, right now. And breathe. All the way down into your pelvis. What does it feel like to be a queen? To be respected and to have grace. How does that feel? And now in your imagination, look back at your man. What is he doing now? Just notice. Whatever he's doing in your imagination, it doesn't matter because what I want you to do now is to take this exercise with you. And the next time you're with your man, standing or sitting beside him, I want you to just remember this feeling of being a queen. You don't have to say anything to him. You don't have to do anything. You're just there. You look at him and smile. And then you turn again inwardly and experience yourself as this queen. I 
I hope you enjoy this exercise. This is feminine energy power and one small, simple step towards creating more juice and more passion. You allow your man, your date, to take the lead, to give to you, to respect you, and to see you as a queen through yourself, feeling yourself as a queen. So I am so curious on how you're feeling now. Can you feel a little bit of excitement? I don't know what's coming up for you and I'd love to hear from you. Uh, so please email me or um, send me a note. What I do know though is that whenever I do this exercise, I feel thrilled. I can feel butterflies in my stomach and I start to feel this warmth inside of me and it's quite attractive. It brings you love into your life. So I hope that you enjoyed this. That was all for today. I hope that you had a great experience meeting your queen self and that you got some valuable insights on chemistry and how chemistry can be created and that chemistry is important but it's not everything and if you feel like this is resonating with you if you like this podcast and you want to hear more please please go to um, apple podcast or to spotify and rate my podcast it would mean everything to me to get your uh, rating and maybe an evaluation and also if you want more on the theme of love and relationships and feminine energy if you haven't yet done so please go to my website and download my free ebook and trans your man with your true feminine essence in there you will learn a lot of different things around love and relationships through feminine energy and exercises that will help you create the love saga that you want in your life uh, and you can also find more information on how you can work with me one-on-one -on -one. i do give personalized coaching through my love transformation programs and there are different uh, options and packages available for you so if you're feeling inspired please don't hesitate you can book a one-to-one -one meeting with me for free to just discuss and explore if coaching would be something for you so don't hesitate the links all the links are in the description of this episode and thank you so much for listening in i'm so happy for all of you it's such an honor to be here and to get to know you all even though i don't know all of you yet keep sending me emails and i'll see you in the next episode <laughs>